Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. My name is Andy Dawson, and he is... Sam Delaney. Yes, and this is our brand new Friday episode of Top Flight Time Machine. And what is the purpose of this new Friday episode, Sam? This is our most professional episode or like version of Top Flight Time Machine, because this is our Friday preview, where Ooh. we look ahead to yep. the weekend's action. And um, we cast our eye over... This is a new section that I'd like to put forward. We Mm -hmm. cast our eye over the key talking points Mm. that we feel might emerge um, in the Premier League this weekend. Because it's important to have talking points, isn't it, if you're going to be professional? Yeah, if you're going to do a podcast, you need to have talking points. Otherwise, you're just wasting your fucking time. Yeah, we're sort of talking, but if we're not talking around talking points, then it's 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 pointless. I mean, it could go anywhere. It's just blather. So, right, so we're, we're doing talking points. And look can ahead. I just, can, can I just quickly, although we've, we've pledged to make this like a, a, a short, professional, punchy, talking point rich podcast today. Yeah. Um, I do need to tell you now, because it's just popped into my head, that the first <laughs> time I ever called a girl who I wanted to be my girlfriend uh, was Rebecca Hollinsworth. Right. Um, who was my, who did in the end after much work turn out to be my first proper girlfriend and the first time I called her because she'd given me her number when I was about 14 um, I was nervous about calling her and so I wrote myself I'm not proud of admitting this I've never admitted it to anyone before I wrote myself some talking points down <laughs> on a scrap of paper um, so, so it, it was for a phone call just it for wasn't the phone from call. the date. It was a She said, "Call me tonight." We weren't boyfriend and girlfriend yet, but we'd become friendly. And so I it was like a, a kind of a pre-date phone interview. Sort of, yeah. She said, "Hey, why not call me tonight?" All casual, and I said, "Yeah, normal, normal for me to call the girl <laughs> and just have a chat." That's just I'm really casual. Then obviously I shat myself really badly. Thought about it for ages, and she was expecting the call. And I thought, "God, call her." But what if I dry up? I know <laughs> what I need is talking points. <laughs> And I got a scrap of paper, and obviously it was on the landline, and we, only, we had one phone, it was in the kitchen, so it was high-risk strategy, because I knew that some of my older brothers might walk through the kitchen and yeah. start bantering me if they realised I was on the phone to a gal. <laughs> so I had to pick my moment, and then I got a scrap of paper, and I scribbled out, with bullet points, five to six <laughs> different to- talking points. Talking points! So it wouldn't dry up. And um, yeah. her mum answered the phone, and I almost launched into the talking points too quickly because I even had an amusing opening line. Oh, for, God. For if she answered the phone. Do you, and I do you remember what it was? It. Do you know what? I don't think I'm ready to tell you. It was, <laughs> I don't remember the line, but I remember what it was about, and it was bad. <laughs> okay, right, look, fair enough. Fuck fair it. enough. Okay, just quickly, I'll tell you. 
basically we've been on a school trip that's where her and I had developed this sort of like um, fledgling romance yeah and on this school trip and remember we were 14 on this school trip someone had brought on cassette the album Hotel California by the Eagles Jesus yeah I told you it was going to be bad and the song Hotel California became a song that everyone when we were 14 on this school trip particularly her um, developed an affection for Uh, and I made that my first talking point because I thought she likes that song I'll talk like I'm really into that song (laughs) then we'll have a really good talking point (laughs) and the end game of all this like that's step one Step 15 or 16 down the line, I'm hoping involves uh, giving me a hand job. <laughs> anyway, I don't, nowadays I'm generally more comfortable speaking off the cuff and I rarely speak about the song Hotel California, so I'm not going to do this to you. But obviously I do think we need talking points. So have you anyway. got any talking points prepared for today? For this? Uh, yes. Well, Good. I say I have, you have, and I have cast right, yeah, my eye I over have. them. Yeah. Well, another part of this uh, this Friday thing we're going to do, we're going to do some um, match predictions for the co- upcoming weekend. Mm. Look ahead, and yeah. uh, we'll keep score of who's the best at it, and we'll have some kind of forfeit at the end of the season. Oh the, yeah, okay. Or maybe maybe one at Christmas and then another one at the end of the season, but not something that involves shitting out of a tree. I'd like to see that now. No, it's not a challenge. It's more like one one of us could buy the other one a gift or something like that. Oh, that's like nice. That. That's not a nice like, thing. Not like, oh, you've got to challenge me if I lose to you to shit out of the Judkins yeah. tree. No, nothing that could get either of us arrested. Mm. Right, yeah. okay. So we'll do that each week. So shall we do the match predictions now then? Yeah, fuck it. Look ahead! <laughs> First one, Fulham versus Watford, I think is the uh, is the early kickoff on Saturday. So apologies yeah. if you listen to this after Saturday lunchtime because it's already happened. I'm not apologising for that. That's their fucking problem. If you want, we're doing a third podcast a week now. So yeah. we're doing the weekend review. We're doing the uh, nostalgia one, and now we're yeah. doing our look ahead one. And so you got to. Fight. We're doing this for you, the listener. So you got to yeah. stay on top of this. Yeah, exactly. It's no point listening to it next fucking week. Although yeah. I, I, I should say that we've done next week's season one, mm. and there's some very nice stuff about Rupert Law coming up. It's a strong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of our strongest from my memory so. of recording it I think it's one of our strongest I think so anyway Fulham versus Watford what's that all about then <laughs> <laughs> well what can we say about this the Hornets mm. are flying very that good was, that, that, no that was actually an, an accidental pun and the Cottagers oh <laughs> <laughs> are doing all right. They've sort of impressed, haven't they? They've been in yeah. fits and starts, but they're doing all right. Is that, is that enough? Have we said enough about that? We're going to need a result prediction from each of us as well. A, a scoreline prediction. Now, with this one, I think I think Watford's, um, Watford's nice run is going to come to an end here. I think mm. Fulham are going to be too strong for them at the, uh, at the cottage. Mm. And I'm going to go 2-0 Fulham. I'm going to say 2-1 Fulham. I know Watford seem to be a, a form side at the moment, but yeah, I don't know. I, I tipped Fulham at the start of the season to to surprise a few people, and I think they'll get a result here. Two one Fulham. I'll tell you what we'll do as well. We'll we'll um, we'll have a third prediction from some kind of artificial intelligence bot, mm. right? Which just predicts one nil home win for every match. <laughs> okay. And we'll see what wins out of me, you, and the intel- the artificial intelligence bot. Uh, yeah, that, I would call that artificial unintelligence. Because if he's oh. just going to fucking think of the same score every time. 
Well, it, it just goes to show whether predictions actually work or not. They're bollocks, aren't they? Okay. Yeah. Two one. Can, if, you if, say if, two now. If, if the artificial intelligence bot wins, we'll buy it a present. Yeah. <laughs> Get okay. something nice we'll, for Christmas. We'll take it out for a Nando's. Y- yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> Second one, we've got Cardiff versus Manchester City. This could be a, a, a tricky one for Manchester City because they're lost in the Champions League. Um, what, what's this thing? The Man City fans don't seem to give a shit about the Champions League. Do you understand why that is? It's going to the football sometimes a pain in the ass, and like they're going all the time. And yeah, the, champ- but- the champion. I'm just being devil's advocate because they've come in for a lot of shit this week, City yeah. fans. And I've always had a, an, an admiration for City fans. Right, I think they've always so are they, been... are they existing on a higher level to the rest of us than they realise the Champions League's a load of bollocks? Well, instead of we it all being the, the Champions of, um... League we all realise the Champions League's a load of bollocks, don't we? I mean the Champions League's good at the later stages, but at this stage it's just fucking it's ridiculous. They, they I mean they're gonna go all the way to the semis or final potentially. And it's about a fucking hundred games they've got to sit right. through. So, you know, well, everyone gets on other fans but whoa, 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 aren't you going? It's like well, there's other shit going on. I can't go to every fucking game. And don't forget, a lot of those City fans, when they were playing fucking Stockport County or someone down in the old third division, which wasn't that long ago, yeah. they were all fucking turning up then. So, fuck it. Right. Who were, I can't even remember who they were playing the other night. Who were they playing? It's Leon. Leon. Fuck that. <clears throat> Listen, so you think I mean, just... if you can go... Go if you fancy it. Go. There's not a lot of jeopardy in this in, in the uh, champ- opening Champions League well, group clearly game. Is. They got beat the other and night. if they had something else going on, fucking do something else. You don't have to go all the time to the football. So that you're going to start showing an interest if they get to the quarterfinals. Then yeah, fuck it. Two faced fuckers. <laughs> right, Listen, right. West Ham are playing fucking Macclesfield on Tuesday night at yeah. our Thunderdome Stadium. <laughs> I'm not fucking. I'm not. Should I go to that? Should you fuck? Not, fuck that. I'm not fucking going to that on Tuesday night. I, I don't. I haven't got plans on Tuesday night other than going home, spending time with the kids, watching telly with the wife. That's nice. <laughs> I make no apologies for not being at West Ham Macclesfield on a Tuesday night. Have fuck, they, fuck it. Have they knocked the prices down for it as well? Probably. Yeah. Well, I've got season tickets, so it's covered by that anyway. What, I'm, happy for my seat to, I'm literally happy for my seat I'm not even going to offer my ticket to someone else I'm happy for my seat to be unoccupied I'm not sure anybody care. would take you, take you up on your offer to be quite honest no exactly how am I going to fucking offload that alright the uh, Cardiff Man City match what's the score going to be in that one well it's at City right oh no it's at, no, Cardiff. It's at Cardiff no I still think I think City will win that comfortably 3-0 yeah I'll go 3-0 as well yep and the artificial intelligence bot says 1-0 to Cardiff. Oh. Manchester United versus Wolves. Wow. I mean, this is a great game. Could be, yeah. United when have started is becoming on? watchable is a, again. Is this 3 o'clock on Saturday? I think it is, yeah. Manchester yeah, United is. started... That's, that's Shame, quite rare for them, isn't it? because a good one for the telly. Because yeah. Wolves are a good side and they really go for it, don't they? they I don't really, think Manchester United play many games at 3 o'clock on a Saturday, do they? No. It's quite so, rare. Nice for the United fans because everyone likes the three o'clock on a Saturday, don't they? Yeah, of course. And I think this will be an exciting game. And of course, I mean, United played well. Pogba played well in the week in Europe, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, like I was uh, going to say, they've, they've started becoming a bit watchable again, which is nice. They, the, they've, quietly, the they've quietly are recovering some form, which is interesting because if they're playing badly and not getting their results, 
all attention's on United. Then yeah. if they turn it round, people just sort of ignore it because it's sort of boring. Because you think, yeah, United are winning. So yeah. what? So they should be. I mean, being United manager is quite difficult. Not that I've got any sympathy for Mourinho, but you can't <laughs> win really because you kind of... Unless you win the league in amazing fashion with mm. fluent attacking football uh, and, and thrashing everyone in your path, you're basically regarded as a failure. Yeah. Good. And they're, they're quite unique like that. They're quite unique like that. And so they've turned it around last few games and have got picked up some results and some decent performances well, and even yeah. Pop was playing well. No they one's are, interested. Sorry. Yeah, they are quite unique like that, but I've got no sympathy whatsoever because they've had decades of, of hoovering up trophies. So, you know, yeah. it's yin and yang, isn't it? Yeah, something? yeah, yeah. And under Ferguson, that's true. I'm just saying if you're the individual in charge of United, it probably feels a bit of a thankless task at times. But, I mean, I know it's absurd to appeal for sympathy for Jose Mourinho yeah well, well with this one I'm going to go I'm going to go with the artificial intelligence bot and I'm going to go 1-0 Manchester United I'm going to say United 1 Wolves 2 I think it's going to be a fantastically, oh! fantastically exciting match I see I see where this is going <laughs> you're going for what you want to happen rather than what you think will happen uh, yeah well <laughs> I don't know who knows anything really the universe is arbitrary it's all bollocks isn't it Talking points. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Next one, Brighton versus Spurs. Mm. Down at the uh, the goal Spurs ground. aren't doing that well, are they, at all? No. I don't think. They're, they're struggling for form. And, and I don't know if you saw in the week that there's some, there was a little bit of a leak from the players claiming that the, mm. some of the players at Clogan Plaining have been exhausted. They're all a little they, bit tired, aren't they? They're a bit tired. And they came back from wherever the fuck it was into Milan, having suffered a last-minute defeat. And they didn't get back to their training ground, Andy, until midnight. Yeah. And po- Poch, Pochettino was a bit like, well, you're all training in the morning. Anyway, it's hardly worth going home. So they built them <laughs> their the own hotel, travel lodge. Yeah. They built them their own fucking travel lodge at the training ground, which is uh, amazing. And they, he said, you might as well kick down here because you've got to be back here first fucking thing. I mean, I would actually love that. If I'd done a late, I don't, don't want to fucking go home. Creep in the house late. Your Bring wife's asleep and the kids. And you're doing that thing of having to quietly take your trousers off without yeah. anyone waking up. And um, yeah, my wife will get the fucking hump big style if I wake her up. And it's basically easier to stay in the travel lodge. The on-site travel lodge is great, but they're complaining that they're knackered. You can imagine them all you queuing up in the foyer for the vending machine, half one in the morning. Oh, the boosts have all gone. Oh, Who's yeah. eating all the boosts? 
Do you like a vending machine lunch slash dinner, or do you find it a bit of a sad last resort? Oh, uh, just life? for snacks only. I don't. I don't get a full meal from a vending machine. I you can do. To. You can get I a packed lunch. Yeah, you well, once had to. You can. Yeah, I was at Talk Sport and I hadn't had time to have lunch and I went to that vending machine they got on the first floor, second floor, no, third, third floor, floor, and I I got, um, my lunch was like a can of Coke, a yeah. packet of McCoys and a Twix. So that's obviously a drink, crisps and chocolate. Yeah. It's missing a sandwich, but you, I just had to go with what I could get. That That is a really good vending machine though, that one. It is good. Yeah, I but like you, it. You you do need for it to be a real lunch. You need a sandwich or at least a you sausage need a main roll course. or something. You need a main course. But Doesn't do you main just courses. have to go with it sometimes. Yeah, that's life, isn't it's it? It's like being in the SAS in that sense. You just have to yeah. survive on what you can. Yeah, broadcasting on talk sport is a lot like being in the SAS. You're right. You know, yeah. you know my best friend, SAS hero Chris Ryan. Of course, yeah. Well, I was speaking to him the other day again about. Mm, <laughs> oh, I was talking. I got him to come on talk radio and talk about um, Mark Wahlberg. S- Sam, Sam, mad. you don't need to give a you don't need to give a reason for why you've been talking to your best yeah. friend. Anyway, I was talking to him. It's just your best, best friend. friend. Yeah. Anyway, just just quickly, do you know, he told me that he once caught and ate a seagull in the wild <laughs> in England. How did he catch it? He used a bit of fishing wire, and I think he had something on the end of it, and he threw and he caught, he reckons he caught it out of the air. <laughs> Which, I mean, is funny in itself, because it'd be, if you were going to hunt a fucking seagull, it's much easier to get them when they've landed. But he, he's, he's an achiever, and he wanted to challenge himself to catch one out of the air. So he, he, he caught it out of the air, and then he, I think he wrung its neck. <laughs> and Obviously. Then he's, and, and then he picked it. out this, then he cooked it and ate it, and he said it was tough and oily. Was it? So there you go. I mean, There's I no- didn't like to ask why the fuck he'd done it because he wasn't at war or on manoeuvres. It's just he just fucking did it. <laughs> he was out for a walk. Yeah. With the kids. Oh, that looks tasty. I fancy a snack. <laughs> fucking, I think I might catch and eat that seagull. We've got loads of seagulls in Sutherland. You can easily catch one. You just put some chips down on the ground mm. and then wait for it to come down and then you just chuck a brick at it. They're fucking aggressive, mate. I will give they you are. this bit of advice. If you are going to throw a brick at a seagull, you better fucking make sure yeah, you better, that yeah. you kill it first time. Because if not, it will go for you big style. It'll come at you with the brick. There's, yeah, footage, there's, there's footage of seagulls in Sunderland walking into Greg's and walking out with bags of crisps. They're fucking fearless. Fucking hell, yeah. They've got a right attitude on them. They could take over post-Brexit. They'll hold all the power then. <clears throat> I used I reckon, to live in Brighton and they were always fucking bullying me there. I reckon we're only about six months away from Britain's first seagull podcast. I reckon we're only eight months away from Britain's first seagull wait, prime, wait. prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon the country's in that much of a state. If you yeah. look at the options, Theresa May's just been humiliated again in Brussels. Yeah. The rest of her party's tearing itself to pieces. The fucking Labour Party is being led by... By a fucking weirdo hippie allotment freak hippie, right? The Lib Dems are being led by a fucking ineffectual geriatric. <laughs> it's about time someone with some fucking balls and bravado took occupancy of number 10. And well, I that's personally, gonna be a seagull. And I personally am fucking voting for a seagull because seagulls are the last people with any fucking British pluck in this <laughs> shitty island. <laughs> Get back to Brighton versus Spurs. Mm. Um, 
Nickname, the Seagulls. Fucking hell. Oh, everything's connected, isn't it? Maybe, yeah. And we didn't even get into it by that. We got into it by Chris Ryan. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, what's going on in Brighton versus Spurs? Is this a good time to talk about the new story that's appeared today about um, the, yeah, more the construction of the Spurs stadium, which yeah. has been riddled by cocaine abuse from oh, the no. workmen, allegedly? Oh, shit. Have you seen that? Yeah, I saw it. And I thought, well, if they're all on the old wee bit of Charlie, a then wee bit of Charlie. Charlie, or according to the story, not a wee bit, a, a big bit. Huge quantities. Is there, if they're on a big bit of Charlie, surely that should mean the stadium got finished quicker. <laughs> you would think so, wouldn't you? Mm. You would think so. There's more to it than that. There's an, uh, an unnamed source, that, and there's a quote here, it says, there were people off their heads drinking cans <laughs> first thing in the morning before going oh. onto site and snorting coke in the toilets. So they're already Mate, messed up off the booze. How do we apply for a job working as construction workers on Tottenham Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Because it sounds like they're having a great time. Every day's a party. It sounds like a holiday camp, doesn't it? Mm. But the um, the company that's building the stadium is called Mace M A C E. Mm. Now, to like me, that sounds in people's faces. That sounds a little bit like a shortened version of the name Macaveni. Oh, it's awful! And it's so you know what I mean. You know, I'm saying it. Frank. Yeah, he's never liked Tottenham. Yeah, he's like, yeah got a I'll build your stadium. Idea. I'll fucking build it for you. Nay bother. <laughs> I've got a lot of lads coming down from Glasgow <laughs> and a bunch of others coming over from Essex and we'll make a grand fucking job of it. Don't you worry. <laughs> Turning a blind eye to a wee bit of Charlie. He's not turning a blind eye. He's the one serving it up. Oh, exactly, yeah. Well, so there we are. Luck. That's that's that. Bad luck, so, Tottenham. Frank is that gonna help? in charge of your cocaine construction project. <laughs> is that going to help or hinder Spurs this weekend at Brighton? I fancy this to be a draw, one all draw. I think Spurs are going to bounce back from all the criticism and the bad results they've had, and I think they're going to win this 2-1. Right. And the results bot says 1-0 to Brighton. Because mm. that's what it does. Look ahead! Final one we're going to look at is West Ham versus Chelsea, which is the... Uh, is that the Sunday afternoon game? Sunday afternoon, one You're on the telly again? with my... I'll be there, my little boy. Yeah, they're putting on West Ham all the time. Just get them out of the way early on. Maybe so. Uh, I mean, obviously, West Ham had a great result last weekend and looked really good. And we usually raise our game against Chelsea. There'll be a very good atmosphere um, in the stadium. Yeah. But having said that, Defeat is inevitable. good. And Hazard (laughs) are on fire. Hazard is on fire. Uh, nevertheless, I'm going to say we're going to nick a one-all draw. You're going to say one-one of that. Um, I'm going to say one-nil to Chelsea Fair because enough, Chelsea's mate. just come back from Europe, but I still think they'll have enough to beat West Ham. And yeah. uh, and the results bot says it's going to be one-nil to West Ham. Go on, results bot. Mad cunt. I fucking love results bot. Results bot. Right, okay, that's our predictions done. Uh, some talking points there, I thought. Talking points! And a look ahead as well at the same time. Look ahead! Uh, right, we've got a little section as well that we're importing from our News Thing podcast, because we're resting News Thing for a while, aren't we? 
Yeah, not enough people are listening to that, so yeah, we're going to shift all the same bollocks onto air. And it's, we're going to call it any other business, so it's a bit non-football-y. Yeah. Anything you, you, any other business you've got this weekend, Sam? You want to talk about? Nah. Nah, you didn't have time to prepare anything? No. That's fair enough. All I've got... Well, I've got... already talked about the humiliation of, uh, of Theresa May in Brexit. And oh, you did, what, didn't you? Yeah. And why, why I want um, a seagull, a seagull to take Prime over Minister. Fair enough. Brexit. That classes as any other business. Uh, for my any other business, I'm going to read out a note that was pushed through my door uh, yesterday. Uh, I'm just going to read out the, the beginning of it. I'm not going to reveal all, but here we go. Hi, it's Darren, your window cleaner. Hmm. As most of you know, I have sold the round... And you will have, your will have, you will have someone new on the next clean called Dean. Mm. He is not traditional. Oh. And I'm going to stop it there. No. I've got a new window cleaner called Dean, and all I know about him is he is not traditional. What, so he doesn't elaborate on that? Well, he does, but I'm just leaving it to myself for now. Well, when are you going to fucking tell us next episode? I'll tell you in the next one. I want people to think about that. Dwell How on it. Did you get your windows cleaned anyway? Every once a fortnight. Fucking hell, mate. I haven't had mine done in about a year. I hadn't had mine done for about a year and a half and I couldn't see out of them. So I just, I collared yeah. the window cleaner when he went past. I don't so, trust window cleaners. I had a bad experience when we were kids. Someone, someone took 20 quid. But I mean, there was these what? scousers. <laughs> there was these scousers came around and they used to, I don't know what they were doing in West London, but they were, they, well, I do know. They they did it a few times up our road and yeah. they charged a five or a go, I think. And they had loads of like, hello, missus, really like friendly, giving all the banter to my mum. Yeah. And one week they came and they said, it was just coming for a fiver. And my mum said, oh, I've only got a 20. And they said, oh, don't worry, we'll go back to the van and get you some change. Oh. And she gave it to them and they fucked off. And I thought, how pathetic. My mum was livid, right? And yeah. I found it quite upsetting. And I was like... I don't understand because they could never come back to our road again. Yeah, ever. done themselves, haven't they? So it was such a short-termist move. For the sake of yeah. a £15, they they basically met, they could never, unless they knew they were fucking off back to Liverpool anyway, I don't know. Yeah, but it might have been the last year. I shouldn't tar all window cleaners with the same brush, but all I have scousers. always been nervous ever since. All, all scousers. scousers, yeah. No, I'm not saying all scousers are thieves, but I'm just saying that, they man. were scousers and they were thieves, so... Okay, Draw fair enough. what you will. Um, we're going to end this episode with another thing we've imported from News Thing, which is a thing I call News Without News, where mm. I give you five headlines I've, I've discovered this week, and you mark them out of ten according to how keen you'd be to click on them and read more and learn more. Yeah. Uh, here we go. First one. Man spotted casually driving bumper car in middle of road. Seven. Seven, okay. Second one. Man rubbed fruit on his bare bottom at supermarket and put it back on display. <laughs> Eight. Because it tells you, like, the whole story pretty much. It does. I don't need you, to know his motivation, but uh, it's, it's, uh, worth, it's worth a scan. Be, you'd be tempted, though, wouldn't you, to, to find out more? Yeah. Uh, British woman feeling unwell in Tenerife, stunned to discover dead tortoise inside her vagina. Fucking hell. Ten. That could have gone anywhere. That could have been a three or a ten. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. Oh um, two God. more. Man gets revenge on landlord by painting insulting new name on fish and chip shop sign after rent argument. Solid eight. Okay. And finally, 
Hundreds of goats are airlifted off their mountain to stop them causing chaos. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> I just uh, not so much the airlifting. I just want to know what the chaos they were causing was. Well, I'd, I'd say that's a ten. I want to know what the chaos was, and I want to see a picture of them being airlift, airlifted off yeah. as well. Yeah. I want everything from that one. That's yeah. it. That's our new Friday episode, short and sweet. Uh, lots of talking points. And oh, as well and you know as Rebecca Hollinsworth, who I called up with the talking points in about yeah. 1989, her dad, who well, she lived with her mum, but her dad lived in another part of London with right. his yeah. second wife, yeah. who was yeah. Anne, Diamond. Anne Diamond. Oh! Anne Diamond. Anne Diamond was Rebecca Hollingsworth's stepmum. What I an ending. I went there once, met her. Then years later, I was on Sky News doing the pay-per-view with Anne Diamond. Yeah. And I went, we've met before. And she went, when? And I went, at your house in the late 80s when I was going out with your then stepdaughter. <gasps> Fucking blew Diamond's mind, mate. I bet it, it did. Said it, mate, she, she was a bit gutted because it brought back memories of that marriage which ended unhappily. Oh, you bastard. And, yeah, and also she said it made her feel really old. So, <laughs> you fucking rotter. I didn't... I couldn't not bring it up. You know what? I think if... Um, if wins the prediction thing at Christmas, we should buy something for Anne Diamond. Fucking yeah. Instead I reckon of the bot- I could get Anne Diamond... To, I mean, I know we don't have guests on the show, but if <laughs> I reckon I could get Anne Diamond on. So I saw I her should. again recently. Yeah. We, we should take Anne Diamond and Nando's if the bot wins the prediction league. <laughs> All right, that's it. We'll be back on Monday with the look back at the weekend we've just previewed. Look back. <laughs> All right, thanks very much for listening. Bye bye. <laughs> right. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.